in the darkness, a fugitive one, fallen from God, fallen from grace, God be my witness, I never shall yield. I'm doing it in another key, and I still didn't get the role. I was considered more useful in what's known as the the backup choir. Stand in the back and um, ooh and ah. So. Fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Fucking. Anyway. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Parapod. My name is Sam Byers. I will be your captain this evening. Uh, coming to you from a fucking weird Spain, the 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 sky is like an Arabian Nights job. There's shand in the sky. Uh, the fucking if you've been on Instagram at all or follow anyone in Spain on Instagram, you'd see them all over Instagram putting up their uh, stories. Oh my god, it's like a it's like it's like God's giving us a filter, a natural filter. Uh, it's a filter. Awesome. So awesome. My protein discount. Anyway. Yeah. The um myself and Marin took a impromptu trip to Malaga and did it rain the entire time we were there? Yes. Was there some sort of hybrid rain which was infused with sand that would then destroy my white shirt, which I wore? Yes. was Malaga kind of beautiful and we went to the Picasso Museum and it was just, you know, as boring as I thought it was going to be and full of weird pictures and he's not actually as good as he kind of thinks he is. Yes. Like, I said this to Marin, I prefer Kevin's art. My friend Kevin is a better artist in my opinion than Picasso. Like, I went into the museum with, you know, full expectations to enjoy it and there's a, a, a ceramic grey plate with what looks like orange face paint drawn with his with his finger a smiley face in the middle of the plate uh, art i only like art that i can't do myself like true artistry where i'm like that is magnificent look at the skill shown here picasso Mate, you've got load of stuff with moths all deformed and shit. And I get that it's like a unique, you know, he's he's got a unique take and all that kind of stuff. But it's not, for me, it wasn't. Like, we went to the Banksy Museum in Germany and I was like, oh, God, this shit is clever. It's like, makes you think visually it's unreal. He's obviously got incredible skill. He's got a really nice take on things. Um... It just wasn't, yeah. Anyway. But Malaga was beautiful, man. It just kind of was shit. You the lovely, like, really tight, narrow streets, winding streets. It was lovely, man, with no cars. and just all footpath, path for the feet. And it was lovely. Oh, we got Mexican on the last night. Good. God, did Mern sink two burritos? Yeah. I got tacos. Tacos, tacos, tacos. Oh, man, I got the... Kin- oh, fuck, what was it called? 
Carnitas, maybe? Uh, I got like steak tacos and fucking pork tacos. Oh, give me a break. Give me a fucking break. It was great. And arrived back today and, you know, got to get that pod in. Got to get the pod in. I will never not get a pod in. Ever. So we have a few things to discuss. Obviously, we're going to go into my dramatic story from Everybody Cut for Loose, for Loose, and Kick Off Your Sunday Shoes, and Say the Please, and Louise, and Pull Me Off of My Knees, and then you say, Cat, Cat, get back, back. Come on, before we crack. Ah. Um, so I'll tell you that story. Um, but we also have some MMA content to discuss. So let's get into that. Let's get into it. Run this segment. So, uh, UFC returned to London last weekend. We had, Jesus Christ, fucking nine performance bonuses, which like I don't think has ever happened. Dana just throwing out the cash, and we know why, because he's underpaying motherfuckers. Anyway, um, so I'm trying to think of all the winners, or all the people I think that had Paul Craig from Scotland, just like continues to get battered for like the fight, and then just cinch up a, a, a triangle in the last minute. Guy's a freak. I like the I like he talks like this. No, fuck, I can't do a Scottish. Ball Greg, Greg, Ball Greg. That's not bad. Um, but congratulations to Paul. Continues to do the thing. Call out Anthony Lionheart Smith, who is in my top five fighters. Not for his... Obviously, the way he fights is fucking ferocious and all that shit. But if you knew, like, I'll, I'll, maybe one day I'll do a, a pod on him because there's so much stuff outside the octagon and stuff that's happened inside the octagon that if you knew, you'd just have a whole lot. Like, the guy could be champion right now if you wanted to. Um, He could have, in the John Jones fight, uh, when he got a legally need, he could have said, I can't continue. He would have won the belt. Been a champion. But the guy's a beast. Didn't want to win that way. Anyway, Paul uh, Craig. Congratulations, Paul Craig. We, uh, oh my God, Molly Meatball McCann with a spinning elbow from fucking Merseyside. Uh, if you don't know who Molly, Molly McCann is, she's a fucking scouser and she, uh, she's in the same camp as Paddy Pimblett. And she fought, Jesus Christ, she's in a scrap of this bird. She's, it's, it's, you know, back and forth. She's definitely winning the fight. And then just out of nowhere, during the clinch, she comes out of the spinning elbow potentially KO of the year might be KO of the year um, unless some you know when you obviously you see what else happens but that thing is fucking perfect how many of those on the button because we didn't wake up for about 20 minutes you know and um, Molly McCann huge winner got signed to Barstool Sports it's fucking sick uh, congratulations to her obviously Paddy a little bit like Paddy was like uh, congratulations to Paddy obviously but he got a little bit of hate because the guy loves to get cracked at the start of the fight before he uh, you know gets going and in the end he uh, he gets the choke wins by choke but definitely did get cracked at the start um, still you know on his way up but by the fucking amount that came out that he got paid he should be fighting these kind of lads. The shop got paid 12 grand and 12 grand, which um, it was about a $5 million gate in London this weekend. Paddy being probably the, even though he wasn't the headline fight, because uh, the heavyweights will usually get that, he was, you know, the biggest star on the card and the people 
we're most excited to see. Got paid twenty four grand, you know. Got the bonus, but the bonus, you know, it's not part of the purse in terms of like what he was contractually guaranteed. Could have left UFC London with twelve grand after you pay your tax and you pay your camp, all your other bills. You might have six, five or six grand after selling out the O2 and the, you know the entrance gets just crazy. Yeah, classy me. Pay more money, me. And then, man, Tom Aspinall, what, what do I need to say? The guy's a marvel. Alexander Volkov's a real guy. Has, you know, fought the best in the business, been around for a long time, and, you know, he doesn't get finished a lot. And Tom Aspinall talking about the first round, man. It's disrespectful. 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 And now you're like... The sky's the limit for him a little bit, you know. I have a. Actually, I'm just gonna grab my monster, folks, and get a little, a little zip up the bum, up the bum. Hold on. Oh, it's not attractive for anyone. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see his midriff. Oh no. Oh god. Oh my god. It doesn't even. It doesn't even fit. It doesn't even fit in the fucking chair. Tom Aspinall, man, he's going to get Cyril Gann, Cyril Gann next, what a scrap, but uh, all in all, man, UFC London, one of the best fight nights, that was a free card, um, they're definitely going to come back again from what I've heard, oh, why wouldn't you, the fucking crowd's like that, and there's clearly an appetite for it, so, Dana's fucking looking in his pockets going grand, Alexander Volkov is probably the best paid fighter on the card, I'd say. Uh, yeah. But that he, Paddy ch- fucking chucked out his numbers. So Dana's going to be getting asked about it. And he'll be like, hey, yeah. But then again, that's what you signed. So you're backing yourself. And then on the other side of the MMA news, I've titled this segment The Fall. The Fall of Jorge Masvidal people who are active in the MMA world will know that on Saturday night maybe after Colby Covington um, recorded a podcast with uh, the Nelk boys fucking Nelk Uh, fucking Jorge Masvidal pulled up on him with a mask and gave him a three piece and like sucker punched him just like yeah this is I'm kind of conflicted on one side do you go like just to be oh so he got a few digs in on Colby fractured Colby's tooth then they kind of ran away you know Jorge has said on record he has one of the best sucker punches in the game I don't know if that's something to be proud of but you know clearly he does this guy <laughs> and he um, Colby pressed charges and the, uh, Jorge was arrested and put out on bail and there's two schools of thought here People are like, you just had 25 minutes with the guy to do, to get paid to end him. Do you know what I mean? To start, to, to KO him. And you can't do it in 25 minutes. He beats you. And now you're like, you, you're just taking cheap shots, cheap shots at him whenever you can. Like, and that's kind of bitchy. Then there's the other side, which is 
Colby like spoke about his kids, the mother of his kids, that whole relationship. Their kids will see that. You know, if his daughter has like Instagram or whatever, I'm sure she does. Like she's, you know, she's seeing all that shit. And Jorge might have been like, look, man, you're fucking getting it. I told you we're getting it. You're getting it until I decide you're not getting it anymore. Which is like, maybe is that like, is that, I told you exactly what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to keep doing it. You're like, yeah. But it just proves, Colby, it's not a show with Jorge. Do you know what I mean? You disrespect, disrespect game bread, game bread comes. The guy used to fight in fucking back gardens. Right? So, don't be disrespecting him. And yeah, you're going to get fucked up. So I don't know how to stand on it. It's going to be, you know, obviously great for headlines and stuff. But it's a shame that, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a shame. Like, this is this is it. These are fighters. But maybe this will teach Colby, I don't know if it's going to teach Colby a lesson or just egg him on to do it more. But kids is off limits. People's kids, people's religions. Even when Conor did the shit with Khabib and he was talking about like, like the religion of like, Muslim, like the, the the Muslim religion as a whole and like Khabib's wife and she like, oh man, it kind of hits the room like a little bit colder, doesn't it? The whole thing, you're like, oh, it's kind of just, that's just not great from you. And it's, it's, it's hard to support someone who does that. Like everything else is, is on the table. Make fun of him personally and all that stuff. But yeah. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen. He'll press charges. I don't. He won't go to jail. I'm sure. I I think it'll just be like a fine or whatever. But Jorge has priors. I think. Colby said he did. Um. So yeah, a little bit of a dampener. Hopefully that all gets fucking resolved. Maybe they fight again. But Jorge, you're getting fucked up again if you fight again. So you lost me. And Jorge, you're on a fucking. What's that? A three fight skid? Like. Three fight skid. Shit. Jorge Connor, 2022, summer. Watch the space. Okay, so I think what I was thinking, I know at the intro I talked about Footloose, but I think I'm going to talk about um, my fifth year audition for Hairspray. The only thing better than Hairspray, that's me, shadoobadoo It's Corny Collins, the only thing better than Hairspray. That's me. All right. People who don't know hairspray, girl, not the most attractive girl, tries to come, um, tries to like join this TV show where uh, they all dance and sing, and she's like, "You're you're not you're not hot. You're you're not cool enough to be in it." And also, no black people are allowed to be in it either. So it, like it tackles it from if you're you know everyone's included. That's the the main goal of it. So the audition process. This I'm coming off fourth year. I'm coming off Footloose, where I had. A pretty decent role as Lyle, Lackey Lyle, had like a couple of lines where they had to mic. If you get mic'd up, you're a G in the Wesley Productions, right? If you get mic'd up and they go, Sam, well, you got your mic, you're a big dick. Your dick's fucking swinging bigger than everyone else is there. So I come into fifth year and I'm like, okay, we're doing fucking hairspray. There's a role called Corny Collins, who's like the presenter of the show. I'm like, okay, say less, write a role less perfect for me, please. I think I auditioned and got a call back. I'm 90% sure I did. And we had to sing, I think we had to sing, because um, without love, like is Latin. Uh, fuck. <laughs> like flashbacks. 
Life is like a season with no summer without love. Life is rock and roll without a drummer. Tracy, I'll be yours forever. Cause I never want to be without love. No, I'll do it from higher. Fuck you. Without love. Um... So that was the song we had to do, right? So I think we did it as a little group of guys. We do on your own, but the callback was a fucking duet, right? With the fucking mot, and you had to do without love with them. I was like, oh no! So I think I did it with them. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Maya who was like this, like super fucking bubbly, like Caribbean bird who was in our year, and uh, we had to go in and practice, and I was so fucking uncomfortable, and not my game. Without love, oh, I remember passionately. And so you have to like practice in the choir room or whatever. So like just picture me like, hi, girl that like is in my year. We don't talk and you think I'm a prick because I probably tried to like chat up your mates. Um, or did, definitely did. Successfully. <laughs> what now? Love that. Fucking rot there, Paisy on the head. Come on, son. Not that. Love that bear. Don't get me started on my set piece, Billy. Do not. Uh, so yeah, so you know, you you book out choir room C, and then you go in and start singing singing love songs to each other. Once I was a selfish fool who never understood, and I mean I was never like this. The words you have to like act out the words. So like one of the lines is like you know like, um, never looked inside myself, but on the outside. I look good. You have to act that out. Like fucking put a gun to my head and shoot shoot it. Tri- pu- pull the fucking trigger and explode my brains all over the stage. Uh, but that's the game. And after the fourth year cast party, which, you know, is another story for maybe like a, a Patreon, maybe at some point. Uh, I was like, I'm coming to this fifth year thing, coming in hot and I'm going to get a lead role because those dudes, those dudes fucking, that's where you want to be. Fifth year, you're not the youngest anymore. So I'm, I'm coming in expectant. Oh, and then I go in and audition. Oh, I, we practiced a bit and I definitely wasn't like that keen. And like, uh, you have to kind of act together. So maybe like I'm grabbing her hand and pulling it back and like we're spinning and stuff and coming closer and working away and, oh, fuck, man, kill me. Kill me. And then, so it's, 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 it's my, one of the, my rugby coaches, Peter Wallace, Shelly McPee, Miss Spicer, and I think Miss Balfe, who is like two music teachers, who like, she, she thought I was a prick, so I was just in there for the session. Which I was, but also she recognised my range vocally and also as an actor and also, you know, spiritually. Um, so yeah, we go in and do it. And I, I can't quite remember the whole thing. Probably blocked it out. But I know I opened, I think I was a little stiff and I, I don't understand. Um, uh, what's the fuck, fucking, uh, what's, what's the, what do people sing in? Harmony. So uh, what do I not sing in? And so like she's doing like flawless. So Maya's an cr- incredible singer. She got like a class role and she's like, oh, without love. And I'm supposed to like find the harmony is supposed to know it. I just can't quite swim. Without love, without love. I was I'm making a joke. Obviously, I still nailed it. But yeah, it wasn't my best. And I remember like, my like wasn't happy after with me. She's like, oh, you were a little stiff. Fuck you, bitch. Um, but yeah, I just struggled with that audition, man. 
the the two the, the two people threw me for a loop and they, they knew I wanted Corny Collins. I'm coming off the fourth year production. Like, come on, I'm coming off Hades for fuck's sake. And now, needless to say, we you know we leave the audition. I'm you know I'm a little deflated, but the, I always had such I always had uh, decent. Uh, range and they're bubbly so like at the presenter seemed to make a good fit for me and then um tracy i'm in love with you no matter what you weigh because that's not true you need to get your life in order now without love you've got to trim it down or i won't date you tracy i'll be here as long as you continue to slim down without love oh ah. yes now you've captured me love i'm not gonna do the whole thing um so the way they announce it is i'm pretty sure they just put it up in the drama room on a little list like killer you go up and have a fuck yeah thing goes up you start looking at the cast no mains no I think Tommy got seaweed. Shout out to Tommy fucking... Just, Tommy just decided I'm just going to fucking run the the, the, the musicals in, in Wesley for the fucking... Started in third year, like did four years of musicals. That's how good he was. And uh, the, so there was like the the two mains, then seaweed and their crew. So seaweed, no, all the way down. Corny Collins, <laughs> no. Lenny got it. Lenny, you fucking... A little stiff in his role, in my opinion. You know, she did a fine, did a fine job with it, but you know, coming a little more charisma, could have brought emotional side out to it a little bit. You know, I, he did a fine job. He did a fine job. I'm, I'm cool enough to explain that, to, to accept that. I think Miss Spicer made a mistake. You know, I think, you know, could have been, you know, could call the back. Asked you know to a second. What is this fucking new amateur hour? I kind of an off day. I was fucking Lyle. Lyle. Uh, so yeah, I got, oh, this is, I got Seaweed's crew, which is, if you don't have a name, you know, if you don't have a name, who are you? I didn't have a name. And like, you just had to be in the background a lot, which would mean at, you're at, you're, you're around a lot, but you're just seen as just, you're just kind of a faceless guy in the way and like move, get out of this person's shot don't be as into what you're doing just like sink in sam stop stop stealing the stage sam you're you're it's just you're you're totally taking over the stage with your your personality and your smile so if you could just ramp that down okay cool i'll internalize it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'll just go fuck myself and uh so yeah the the fifth year musical um hairspray probably would have been my favorite one to do because there was a couple of fucking great tunes in there. Yes, now you've captured me. But then, uh, yeah, like I, I'm coming off Lyle and Hades. You know, I'm coming off Lyle. The girl gets around. Oh uh, yeah, so I might tell you that quick story. So Footloose in in the uh, the year before in Footloose, myself, Rory, and Hugh, little little threesome, naughty threesome, uh, got a little trio gang of. Hugh, who's like the head bad guy of the, the 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 gang, and then me and Rory were the two backup dudes. Lyle, I was Lyle, and he was someone else. I had one line. It was something like, 
<laughs> you're it was like he's I, I had to just talk him up a little bit but I had to get a mic and I like you know I had to say my line did I, I kind of mumbled it the first night I was so scared uh, but like people be like okay we need Lyle or we need what was his name sorry sorry I have to get this I have to because this is just it's too much what time are we at 24 okay uh, Lyle Footloose Girl gets around, 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 around. Chuck. That was who he had, right? So uh, he was Chuck. Chuck Cranston. Chuck Cranston. And then uh, me and Rory were his, were, were uh, Chuck's lackeys. And like one of the things, fucking he has to go and like neck this bird, Helen, who was like a sixth year. We're in fourth year. And he was fucking macking this chick. And me and him, me and Rory were like, you know, chubbing him up before, making sure he's ready, you know, making sure he looks good, feels good, smells good. Looks good. And we had to be like, we had the stage to ourselves for a few bits. And I was, oh God, the heat of the lights, the smell, the laugh, the crowd, the hush, the gasps, the screams. And then, um, so like obviously at the cast party, like the six years know who you are and you're a fourth year. So it's a pretty powerful place to be. You know, you're supposed to be the funny guy. You were able to, because you were the bad guys, like Miss, the Miss Spice who was in charge, be like, come on, guys, don't play into your roles too much. <laughs> so good. I'm a bad boy, though. For real. Tell everyone. And then um, to go from that to Seaweed's crew. To go from that to Seaweed's crew. As, you know, and, you know, I got into rugby, you know, in fifth year. Um which, you know, maybe that took it into account a little bit, maybe because I couldn't offer myself totally to the production because I was an essential cog in the rugby machine for, uh, you know, seniors. <coughs> Actually, no, I was playing in the fourth-year team that year. What? Was I the one of two fifth-years that played on the fourth-year rugby team in history of Wesley? Did we find the D15? The development 15? I am one of the products of the development 15. Maybe that's another story, man. That could be another story time. If you got this far, like the fucking video. That's all I'm going to ask you to do is like it. Because people watch it and everyone likes this. It would be crazy not to like this. Nuts. Um, but yeah, so maybe that was a factor when, you know, Peter was casting... Uh, is it weird to get into amateur dramatics as a tw as a twenty seven year old and take it real seriously? You know, <sighs> something about I'm not finished on stage, but you know, maybe this is my stage, talking to you know fifteen to forty people on any given week, and you know, most of the times with me refreshing the page, you know, to run got to run the views up, got to play the game, got to play it, got to play it. This has been very relaxing. I didn't really have a plan for this podcast. Pause while people presume that you have a... Oh, no. You would all make the joke then. A plan? He doesn't have a plan for any of them. That's true. That's, these are, these are my, my notes for this episode. Sorry, people can't see. There's four lines. I remember... Kim, what was the... Um, what was Seaweed's song? The girl gets around, 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 around. I play a little bit of my song. Hold on, let me see if I can, I can go an outro to this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl gets around, 
This is a clip from the Gurgit round from Footloose. And this is quite similar to what we wore on the day, so. She's born yesterday with her innocent look and a little town waist when she's smiling at me. She's got angels in her eyes. But I've seen how she moves and this girl really cooks. She's taught me some tricks you can't learn in books. And I'm starting to think she's the devil in disguise. So, like, you know, did we call Helen a whore for three minutes on stage? The girl gets around, 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 around. This girl has a lot of loose sex. Ooh. <laughs> okay, folks. Enough of the gay jokes. Especially if I'm going to beat up as yourself, Alo. Um, <laughs> maybe I should just go out to... Uh, we'll, uh, that might be our outro song this week. But... Thank you all for listening. I hope you had fun. I had fun. It's great to talk to you all again. Uh, I will most likely talk to you all next week. If you would consider liking the podcast, leaving a comment or a query, I would appreciate it. I'll see you all in the comment section. America. <laughs>